Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to Trot's Life and... We continue our delve into the Harness Charity Challenge. And the man on the line, Jaden Bruin, has blown this competition apart in the first week. Jaden, mate, firstly, tell us how are you and whereabouts do we find you today? Because I don't think it's uh, somewhere I'm going to like hearing about. Yeah, Tobe, I'm, um, I'm sitting in the... Uh in the warm weather of Port Douglas right now, right by the pool, uh, sipping on cocktails and, and living a lovely life. So I can't wait for this week to keep going. So was that off the back of backing Flower Top Mountain as well as uh, as well as tipping it in the Harness Charity Challenge? No, absolutely not. Uh, no, just up here with my girlfriend and her family. Um, so that was a it was always a, a planned holiday, um, and yeah, nothing on it. So. We're um, just tipping it for the charity. So tell us a bit about Harness Charity Challenge, mate. You were in it last year at least, and maybe even the year before from memory. I know last year you walked away with a huge profit of $60, and uh, you don't tweet a hell of a lot, but you obviously use Twitter a little bit in the background. You might be one of those sort of loiters that uh, hang, hang around and have a look at things, but we don't see much tweeting from you. Tell us a bit about your involvement in Harness Charity Challenge. Um, no, not, not a big... Twitter fan. Um, the, the tweets that do get sent out are normally abusive messages from um, from punters that have backed me because I'm not normally doing the right thing by them, apparently. So, um, no, look, I, I'd just like to get involved with the charity challenge um, for a great cause. And, um, yeah, I got involved with it last year and I didn't have the best of luck. But this year I've turned it on its table. So, um, yeah, hope for the best. Your charity's Beyond Blue, mate. Is there a personal connection to Beyond Blue or is it just something you've got a bit of passion about? Yeah, look, there is a bit of personal. Um, there's a bit of a background story, as most people know. Um, look, I went through a bit of a, a tough time, um, probably about 12 months ago. Uh, I got into a bit of strife and uh, I've had a bit of a, a stint out of the game. And um, Look, there was a lot of things building up prior to that and... While that was a bad part of my life, I think it's probably the best best thing that ever happened to me. Um, I was able to get help and um, yeah, tick a, tick a few boxes that way. So yeah, leading into it, um, there wasn't much going going ahead, but it's obviously worked itself out now, which is which is good. And did you use Beyond Blue services? Yeah, I did. Um, I, I got through that way. Uh, like I said, there, there wasn't a, there wasn't much much sort of rolling for me at the time and. Yep. Uh, there was quite a few trips on the way home from races where, you know, trees were looking pretty good for me. Um, you know, I got to a real bad state in, in my life. And, um, yeah, look, I, I was lucky enough to, to have a, quite a few people were pretty supportive. Um, a couple of people that I sort of never spoken to before in the harness game actually um, sort of helped me out along the way. And, 
um, yeah, really helped. So it was quite nice. And, yeah, I, I used the service. And, um, yeah, look, it's, it's it's done me a world of good. Um, I started up a gardening business and now I've actually just um, taken a step back from gardening and, and just doing them weekends and um, got a full-time job as well selling caravans now. So um, things are on the up and, you know, there's, there's unfortunately there's, you know, we're part of this game that everyone believes that all we can do is go out there and race, but um, I've seen a better light at the end, and, um, yeah, it's really, really got me through. Yeah, there's a lot more to harness racing than just racing, isn't there? And I think this show will will show it in many ways, really, and what the Harness Charity Challenge is all about. So did you just dial the Beyond Blue number? Is that just literally you just dialed the number and, and went from there? Yeah, pretty well. Um, look, at so you... Look, I dialed the number. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously, you know, men have that demeanour of, you know, she'll be right and I was the same. And, you know, we just thought we could just keep ticking along and, and going down a, a real dark path. But, um, yeah, I, I dialed the number. I went into my GP and um, I had to do a, uh, they well, not a medical, but they, they give you some slip and they tick a few boxes and um, they refer you on to someone. And, um, yeah, you go and get the, the counselling and help you need and, if it works for you, great, which most of the time it does. And, yeah, it, it helped me and it put me in a, a lot better path. one three hundred twenty two forty six thirty six 36 is that Beyond Blue number. Mate, tell us a little bit about the tipping. Uh, just looking at your tips so far, you tipped uh, good-looking rooster at $11 at Shepparton the other day. You tipped Glacier Heights at... $16.50 in South Australia. You've got that South Australian background. And you threw Flower Top Mountain in at $72. And you're probably a bit unlucky there because you could have paid a lot more. It was $100 in, in many parts of the world. So, And, of course, at one. Tell us a little bit about your strategy and, and how you've been uh, tipping these horses. Um, well, I always like to look for a bit of value because if you, you happen to land one, um, it's, it's going to put you... Like last year, I was in a big hole. Um, I reckon I was oh, two and a bit down or something. I was, yeah, I was right down the bottom there, and I tipped something at twenty to one or something, and, and put me back in the plus. So, um, well, yeah, I've tipped a few that <clears throat> around the the bigger double figure odds. Um, just hoping for a bit of value, and if it works like it worked yesterday, happy days. If it doesn't, who cares? Move on to the next day. Um, but yeah, look. It, a horse probably shouldn't have gone around to those odds anyway. He's actually been racing <laughs> a lot better and um, look, it didn't have much luck to start before in a lot better race in my opinion. So, hey, it works now and I look like a hero, but if it doesn't, no one talks to me. So, uh, uh, The talk on Twitter is that you, you've ended the competition, it's a blowout and it's all over, but... From the 7,200 or so uh, collect, there's still 28 days, so you can still drop another three, three and a half thousand or whatever it is, which would get you back to three, six, three, seven. And last year, the winner turned over, or turned uh, turned up a profit of four and a half thousand. So you're not home and hose yet. The strategy, now this is a pre-record, this is Tuesday afternoon we're recording this, but I see you've had a golden punt tonight and people will be listening so they'll know the result of this one way or the other, but more about the strategy, a golden punt tonight on a horse of LB Ashwood's driving for Frank Cavallaro, the name escapes me, but it's a favourite and it should should have should have led and won last night, I'm not sure if it did or not because we're pre-recording this, but is the strategy now to look more shorter-priced horses and try and keep your your level at 7,200 or are you going to keep going for a big collect? 
Um, look, I, to be honest, I think it's immoral. So I'm <laughs> hoping and praying that after this goes to air that it was immoral and yeah. I look like a genius that way. Yeah. Um, a couple of people have said to me, you would just you would tip favourites now and just hope, you know, even if they're a dollar twenty like Beach Villa was and stuff like that, that you would just tip them and home you go. But oh, you know what? You I'm that far in front. I might as well just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and yeah. So I spend. If I get beat, I get beat. But I'll still tip the tip the the double figure odds. Um, and if they come up and I I get further in front, happy days and. If someone seems to catch me, I will uh, start panicking and probably start tipping the dollar twenties. But um, oh, yeah, why would, I, why would I stop tipping the, the double figure odds now? Hundred percent, mate. It's not so much about tipping winners; it's about uh, being involved and it's about raising some awareness for your charity. And I think off the back of this, you have well and truly done this. And uh, I look forward to seeing you at the track sometime soon, mate, and catching up. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate it. There is Jaden Bruin, a great man of harness racing, and obviously now he is some sort of a legendary tipster. That is a wrap for Trot's Life today. And I won't be back tomorrow. It'll be Jason Bonington tomorrow to in the big lead-up to the Victoria Cup on Saturday night. So have a wonderful few days. I'll be back next Wednesday, and we may look into the Harness Charity Challenge a little bit further. I'm not sure where we'll go next week with the show. Uh, It's a great competition, and I love getting behind it well and truly. So, uh, yep, thank you all for listening. Been a great show. If you missed anything, you should be able to podcast it. We'll hand it over to the boys on Trackside now.